Well, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. It has. It has. Uh, That's what happens when you decide to get sick and <clears throat> all uh, over the place. Yeah, it was. It was not fun. Um, I'm over it mostly, and then I just have like this lingering cough. Do you ever get sick and then have a cough for like three weeks afterwards? I don't get sick. When I do, it's only a couple days. I don't get sick. When I do, it's only a couple of days. Because I have her. I have mutant germs that I'm immune to. Because Marcel, oh. he's that person that gets someone sick and then takes out the entire office with him. He and then he's fine for two days, and then everyone else is sick for like three or four weeks. So you know, That's when you're gross. around that for years, uh. you've developed mutant immune system. And I also work in a petri dish. So. Well. Isn't that nice for you? So, no, I don't have that experience, but it sounds Um, awful. uh, One person in in my cast got sick and uh, spread it to at least half of the casting crew. And uh, it's funny, we we have a, a Facebook group where we communicate. And then, like, people were just posting throughout the week. They're like, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm also sick. Blah, I'm sick. And then, like, I think this was probably, like, the Wednesday after we opened, I had a, a a scratchy throat, and I woke up with it, and I thought it was just, like, normal morning scratchy throat or whatever, but it didn't go away. And then, like, by Wednesday night, I was like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> and then I basically stayed home for three days, didn't do anything, and then... Uh, and then I just like drugged myself into oblivion uh, because we had a show that Sunday night. And I was just like, okay, my main goal is to n- neither sneeze nor cough on stage and not forget any of my lines. If I can do that, I'll consider it a win. And I won. <laughs> so there was that. Good job. <laughs> Sometimes it's those simple things. Yeah, for sure. And so now I'm just like trying not to cough my lungs out. And I mean, it'll, excuse me. Uh, anyway, so that, that was me, uh, coughing now that I'm thinking about it, you know, it's fine until that happens. But, um, so this is my life now. It'll, it'll go away soon. Hmm. Well, you guys are listening to Girls Gone Amazon. So that's really exciting. Yes. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to our show. I'm Yael. I'm Stephanie. And, um, yeah. What have we got today? Uh, today we have reviews. <laughs> I know we have reviews. We are two ladies in our 30s living in Portland, Oregon, who were addicted to online shopping. And with that comes reading those reviews. And sometimes you just find reviews that are just so funny. You have to share them with the whole world. And that's where we come in. We bring them straight to your ear holes. And today, uh, what are we starting with, Stephanie? Um, I'm going to start with the men's ask me about my ninja disguise flip t-shirt, funny karate costume, samurai tee. That is a mouthful of words. It is. Uh, It runs from $8.99 to $17.99 and it is prime eligible. Okay. Can you describe this thing, please? Yes. It is a black Uh t-shirt. On the front, it has block lettering that says, ask me about my karate skills. And then... What happens is, when people ask you, you flip up the shirt, and there's a ninja face on the inside. 
<laughs> I've seen those, but it was like, ask me about my dinosaur. Mm-hmm. They have, ask you... me about my T-Rex. Ask me about my something. They have a bunch of different ones. That's hilarious. But I figured Ninja. Like, ninja. And in my opinion, if you just, just as a side note, as I went through some of the more quote unquote helpful reviews, if you're going to buy a shirt that requires you to flip it over your head, go ahead and size up. Just so you have a little extra room. Um, and maybe wear a shirt underneath. Just pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip. All right. Okay. All right. So let's start these reviews. First one is going to be from Smacky Blue. <laughs> five out of five stars. Mom disguise. I have four boys. So I got this shirt to try and disguise myself whenever they would ask for things like, what's for dinner? Or can you help me with my homework? Anytime they need me, I can easily disguise myself. And I realized this was perfect for helping them become more independent and less needy. I wear it most days. It's easy to use. Just flip it over your head and back away. I used to have to leave the house or lock my door to catch a break. Now, I just wear my disguise and they barely know I'm there. I tried wearing camouflage before, hoping to hide from them, but they kept running into me. This is a great alternative to camouflage and be able to hide without even having to leave your own house. It also works on husbands when they don't buy the quote-unquote headache thing anymore. Ooh, getting a little racy with these reviews today. Ten people found that to be helpful. Ten very smart people, I would imagine. This I is, imagine. These are kind of genius ideas here. So, you know, hey mom, what's for dinner? Just flip up your shirt and back away from your children. Mom, where'd you go? Mom? M- m- ooh. Mom? Mom, are you not wearing a... T- Ugh. Mom, put a shirt on. And then they don't ever want to be around you because you just flipped up your shirt in front of your four boys. And they just wander away. Shia! Stop being an attention whore. But you're paying attention to everybody but me. Put a ninja shirt on. You can't see us. All right. She'll still find a way. I know. She'll, I would say she'd smell us out, but she's the world's worst sniffer. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, ninja shirt. All right. What we got next? Uh, Mr. KD. Four out of five stars. If you're a badass like me, you are already own one of these. That's the title. Um, She's reading it with typos. Typos and all. Oh, the typos hurt so badly. That's bad. Um, I have always known my ninja ninja skills just lacked the appropriate attire. This ninja shirt allows me to display my manly self incognito. If you're a badass like me, you're already own one of these. I clearly need to be a badass like Mr. KD. But that grammar... You're not a badass with that grammar, sure. That's the wrong you're, and, and it should be you. And, okay, sorry. The, no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. The, Nazi, the grammar Nazi in me came out for a second. It's usually me. So I'm it's glad that just, you're, I'm glad that, that you're with the uh, apostrophe R-E taking the reins on this one. Normally, I can overlook it, but I did a lot of testing at work this week with bad grammar in it. And so I'm a little sensitive towards bad grammar right now. Fair. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, the next one comes from Sassy Esquire. Five out of five stars. Had to use a dark mo- marker on this ninja shirt. My what? My bleh. My wife 
got this for me, love. Okay, hold on. I have to read through the bad writing first. Okay, my wife got this for me, love. It's so it's a great idea, but obviously she's colorblind, quote unquote. LOL. Nothing against the product, but I'm black, so I had to use a brown marker to lessen the contrast. But clever idea. Love it. <laughs> so good to know for right. you, Stephanie. Right. Right. So if I want to do it, and just, maybe just color it in with a brown marker a little bit. Just, just darken it up a little bit. <laughs> Got it? Good to know. Um, Lauren E. Duncan gives it four out of five stars. You asked. While my ninja skills usually aren't for display... This shirt comes in handy on days like National Ninja Day. Think I'm making that up? Google it. Also, since I'm a full-time ninja, the disguise is really the shirt worn normally. Let that sink in. One person found that to be helpful. Also, in case you're wondering, International Ninja Day is December 5th. Good to know. In case you were curious. International Ninja Day is December 5th, guys. So everybody wear their shirt and we can all be ninjas on December 5th. I might actually do that. Um, last one I have for this. Liz Ruel. Close enough. Ruel? Sure. Yeah. Ruel? That's what it looks like to me. Okay. Um, one out of five stars. I have been attacked by ninjas eight times since buying this shirt. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the title. I bought this shirt so my friends would think I am cool and a ninja. The first time I flipped it over my head, I was kicked in the crotch. At first, I was really mad at my friends thinking they did it. But they told me as soon as I flipped the shirt up, a ninja flew out of the shadows and kicked me. What? I was happy I survived the ninja attack, and I could tell my friends were happy too with the big smiles on their face. Later that night, a new friend came over, and he asked about my ninja disguise, and the same thing happened again. I was starting to get really upset, and so my friends came up with a plan that they would ambush the ninja attacking me. Well, we tried five times. Each time I had my butt kicked, Family jewels punched, belly slapped, water bombed, nipples twisted, and atomic wedgied. Not once could my friends catch the bastard ninja attacking me. When I went home that night, I told my mother what happened, and she did not believe I was attacked by a ninja. She assured me I was not attacked if I... She assured me I would not be attacked if I flipped the shirt. I decided to show my mom the cool ninja disguise, and she was so wrong. Again, I was kicked in the ghoulies. (laughs) My mom said it happened so fast she could not stop the ninja from running away. If you buy this shirt, be prepared to be attacked by ninjas. Thirteen people found that to be helpful. Well, thank God that we know about this now, because that sounds like a really huge risk factor in buying this shirt. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about buying it, um, you know, tucking a tank top underneath so I could turn into a ninja at any time I need. Right. And still be in all black, you know, really complete the look. And um, now I don't know if I want to fight ninjas, though. question is, can you fight ninjas? I can, I can fight ninjas. Okay. Yeah. I just have so much going on in my life right now. I just don't know that that's something I want to add to my plate. Fair. Is ninja fighting. Because, you know, it it takes a lot of effort to fight a ninja. 
I will take your word on that. I mean, it's it's a lot of effort. So, okay. yes. you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that sounds pretty risky. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm... We may or may not invest in this. Hmm. December 5th is going to pop up before we know it, but we'll see. All right. So next, we have 100 Tricks to Appear Smart in Meetings. How to Get By Without Even Trying. So this is a book. Um, you can. It starts at $6.61 and goes up to $17.18. Is this Prime? Well, what it is, is it that's the Audible or the hardcover or the Kindle or the paperback. Okay, okay. So depending on the kind you get, depends on. Gotcha. On price, yeah. Okay. All right. So this is written by Jay Baldwin. Five out of five stars, entitled Naked and Vulnerable. To paraphrase Mike Myers' character, Dieter, This book looks at me while I am naked and calls its friends. Is it really satire or is it a thoughtful analysis of what's wrong with corporate America? Both. Have I done some of these things? I'm afraid so. Have any of these things advanced my career? Emphatically, no. Why do I tolerate it when others use these tricks in meetings I'm in? Because I just don't care anymore. I suggest you buy a copy for every member of your team, ask them to memorize it, and call out numbers whenever someone uses one of the tricks. Eventually, people simply announce the trick number instead of going through the pain of actually executing the trick. Sort of like this famous parable. See below as the review system doesn't allow links. Maybe, just maybe, if we followed Sarah's lead, we can make corporate America great again. Now, I imagine in, in this review, there's actually, like, a link. No, on, the parable the is right below. Oh. I, for some reason, my brain didn't quite compute. <laughs> I've had a very long week. It's okay. <laughs> I've had a very long week, and it's already been a long day, and it's barely noon. P.S. The author's name is Sarah, and I don't remember her last name. Maybe it'll come up later. I don't know. Oh, okay. So the Sarah bo- Cooper. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, that makes sense. I was like, who's Sarah? Yeah, okay. All right, all right. <clears throat> the parable. Okay, the parable. A man is sent to prison for the first time. At night, the lights in the cell block are turned off, and his cellmate goes over to the bars and yells, Number 12! The whole cell block breaks out laughing. A few minutes later, someone else in the cell block yells, Number four! Again, the whole cell block breaks out laughing. The new guy asks his cellmate what's going on. Well, says the older prisoner, we've all been in this here prison for so long, we all know the same jokes. So we just yell out the number instead of saying the whole joke. So the new guy walks up to the bars and yells, Number six! There was dead silence in the cell block. He asks the older prisoner, What's wrong? Why didn't I get any laughs? Well, said the older man, sometimes it's not the joke, but how you tell it. He's there his whole life, guys. 
Oof. Tip your waitresses, guys. <laughs> Try the veal. Oh, boy. That was something. <laughs> 19 people found that helpful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I must say, finding these reviews did make me want to order the book, so I might, I might do that. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yep, yep, that parable. So block. Number joke. Joke number three. <laughs> yeah. All the jokes. All the jokes. So many jokes. So many jokes. It's not the joke, but how you tell it. Nah. All right. Next up by Amazon customer. Five out of five stars entitled, It Works. I bought this to appear smart at meetings. So far, I've managed to use the word synergy 54 times in a four-hour meeting and frequently aggressively circle single words in PowerPoints. Synergy 54 times in four hours. That's a lot of synergy. That's when you just make a drinking game. Every time that person says synergy, you take a sip of water. The more water you drink, the quicker you can take a bathroom break and get out of this damn meeting. That's four hours long. Four hour meeting. Ugh. But like, I'm, I'm also the person who hates going to like four minute meetings. Yeah, depends on the type of meeting and who it's with. If it's like with your normal coworkers that you get along with, you can crack a couple jokes. It's not so bad. Okay. But if it's, you know, I feel like I feel like once you've once you're out of like the 30 to 45 minute range, it starts becoming more of like a training on like it like I feel like it should be like a training on something new. Mhm. And that's why you're in there for so long. Yeah. Yeah, long meetings are the worst because then I lose track of concentrating and then just start to, my mind goes elsewhere at that point. Yes. Yeah. Woo, office jobs. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next up is uh, written by Record Collections. Five out of five stars entitled, Perfect for your friends working for our corporate overlords. I mean, protectors. Oh, sounds like this might be helpful for us. Have you suffered through a meeting that just will not end? Have you rolled your eyes internally as someone spews jargon that's been overused to the point of meaninglessness? Have you made fun of a company mission statement that seems to have been produced by bots fed nothing but buzzwords? This is the book for you. Each trick is accompanied by a cartoon illustrating how you might accomplish appearing smart without actually paying attention or contributing to a meeting. For example, at random ask, but will it scale? Or promise to send your further thoughts an email, but don't. Smart, funny, and not long enough to outstay its welcome, unlike most meetings, this book is a great stocking stuffer for the middle managers in your life. I have promised to send further thoughts, um, but I didn't not do it on purpose. I didn't do it because I didn't write it down and I forgot. <laughs> do you ever I'm just send that person? Do you ever just send an email saying like insert further thoughts here? No. Um No. No. No, but I might I think you should do that. I might. Just to see what they do. I might. We'll see. <laughs> I have done other not, sarcastic statements, but not insert further thoughts here. Yeah, now, now that you too are middle management. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I am mid-level management, guys. Yes. Okay, next one, written by Douglas N. Burdett. Five out of five stars, entitled, How to Appear Smart in Less Than Half the Time It Takes to Learn Something. Hi, I'm Douglas Burdett, host of the Marketing Book Podcast, and I'd like to tell you about the book 100 Tricks to Appear Smart in Meetings, How to Get By Without Even Trying by Sarah Cooper. If you're like me, you've always hated having to sit through long, pointless, idiotic meetings at work. But now, I love those kinds of meetings. In fact, sometimes if I walk by a conference room full of co-workers who look like they're enduring a soul-crushing, mind-numbing meeting that I haven't been invited to, I'll walk in and join the meeting. Thanks to Sarah Cooper's book, 100 Tricks to Appear Smart in Meetings, I can't get enough of those meetings. Here's why. In 100 Tricks to Appear Smart in Meetings, the author a former employee of companies like Yahoo and Google, shows you how to appear smart in less than half the time it takes to actually learn something. For instance, trick number one is drawing a Venn diagram. It doesn't matter if your Venn diagram is wildly inaccurate. In fact, the more inaccurate, the better. Before you can even put the marker down, your colleagues will begin fighting about what the label should be and how big the circle should be. At this point, you can slink back to your chair and get to the real work, playing Candy Crush. And I'm just going to stop here for a second. Do people still play Candy Crush? My mother-in-law does. Really? I don't know. I, That's I, cute. Yeah. That and, I mean, I always see the. Uh, I always see the commercials on TV. Oh, that's true, huh? Candy Crush Saga or something like that. I feel like there are so many. I think different... there's different versions of it now. There's so many. Yeah, I never, I never played Candy Crush. Okay, okay. I've played many other games and play many other games, but not Candy Crush. Okay, fair. I think I played Candy Crush for like two. No, I played Candy Crush for like a month, and I got stuck on one level for like two weeks, and I was like, and I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. This is stupid. I did that to Bubble Witch 3. <laughs> I installed it in a rage and haven't put it back. It misses you. I don't care. Come back. It's been replaced. Stephanie, come back. It's been replaced with Matchington Mansion. You have so much room on your phone now. Come back. It's been replaced with Matchington Mansion and 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 Star Trek Fleet and Star Trek. Is that what you said? Star Trek Fleet. Oh, Star Trek Fleet. Yeah. I thought it was like a. I thought it was gonna be like a parody. No, Star you Trek said Fleet. Okay. Did I say track? I might have. Okay. That's fair. I was trying to think off the top of my head and it wasn't working. (laughs) I was trying to think of what the second half of the game was called. I was like, it's Star Trek 1? What? 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 Fleet. Um, Fleet Commander. Oh, Star Trek Fleet Commander. That's what I play. Okay. Uh, Robert loves playing that. Or he did. He did for a while. I don't know if he still does. I'm stuck on level 18. Um, I'm current. I'm still, I'm still playing my uh, Fantastic Beasts game. Mm Hmm. You've been playing that for a while? Yeah. It's it's easy because, like, it only takes a few minutes of gameplay at a time. Mm. So you can't just, like, do it unless you want to, like, pay money to get more energy or whatever. That's how I am about my cafe. Okay. I never reinstalled my cafe on my Ugh, phone. You hurt my feelings. Eh, you'll get over it. Mm, I might not. Oh, well. I might be emotionally scarred. Aww. But while I'm emotionally scarred, feel free to tell me about the next trick. All right. Trick number two, translate percentage metrics into fractions. So if someone says something like, 
about 25% of all users click on this button, jump in with, so about one in four, and then make a note of it. Your math skills will be the envy of everyone in the room. I've actually done this once before. Uh, so many years ago, I worked for a certain uh, school photography company. Uh, yeah, this was like a decade ago. And, um, I remember that job. <laughs> and uh, I, I sucked at taking photos. So for the last month or so of the season, uh, they put me they put me like in the in the data entry part. So I did that, and then the chick who was sitting next to me did uh, the customer service part. So she would like call people about their orders or whatever. And then uh, one day, one day she was like, uh, she was like, I made I made thirty six calls, but I only reached contact with nine of them. And I said, oh, so that was about, that was about 25%. I either said 25% or one in four. And then everyone just like looked at me and they're like, you're a secret math genius, aren't you? And I'm like, nope, I'm not. Don't accuse me of such terrible things. I don't know why it came out of my mouth. It just did. But uh, I, have, I have used this, I have used this trick in real life. So... Yes, th- this is this is accurate. <laughs> anyway, on to number three. <clears throat> Encourage everyone to take a step back. If you've been sitting in a meeting while everyone else is talking and you haven't said anything because you haven't paid attention, that's a good time to go, guys, 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 can we take a step back here? All eyes will be on you and your colleagues will be impressed at your ability to silence the fray. Bonus tip. Follow that up with a quick, what problem are we really trying to solve here? Presto! You just bought yourself another hour of looking smart. In the past, I would actually prepare for meetings. Boy, was I dumb. Now I just follow the best practices in 100 tricks to appear smart in meetings. And not only have I been promoted, I got a raise too. It's that easy. You know how we all make a fuss about celebrating a friend's new job? I'm referring to how we go on our friend's LinkedIn profile page and hit the congrats button. Sure, that's a lot of effort that your friends really appreciate, but I'd like to suggest something that's even better. Just go on Amazon and send them a copy of 100 Tricks to Appear Smart in Meetings. They'll appreciate the fact that you're sharing something with them that will make them really successful in their new job, and they won't forget that. Plus, the book even includes this cool poster. And to listen to an interview with Sarah Cooper about 100 tricks to appear smart in meetings, visit marketingbookpodcast.com. So there you go, Marketing Book Podcast. There's your, your free advertisement. You have been pimped out on Girls Gone Amazon. Hope you're happy. You're welcome. I have done the, let's take a step back, what are we really working with? But I've done that on a conference call when I got <laughs> distracted by like an email and it's just like, Okay. So I'm sorry, let's repeat the questions because I want to make sure I under- understand it correctly. Can you repeat exactly what, what you need me to break down for you? Because I want to make sure that we're on the same page. And there you have it. We haven't even read the book and we've already applied these. Already applied these to, valuable tips. To real life. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get this so book and see how many I've used. We, <laughs> you know what? We should have written this book. We should have. 
But oh. we didn't. Nope. <laughs> so. Sarah Cooper got to him before we did. Yep. All right. One more. Okay. Written by Dharma Dog. Spelled D-A-W-G. Dog. Dog. Five out of five stars. How appearing smart paid off big for me. The advice is hysterically funny because, because it has the double virtue of being true. By the looks of it, Miss Cooper has suffered for us all, or maybe suffered us all, wah, wah, like some office messiah, to deliver, to deliver us from the quotidian absurdity of professional work culture, which she totally decodes in her book through the vehicle of humor and rapier wit. You won't just laugh, you'll get richer. A year ago, I was sucked into a random interview with a highly placed executive. He trial tested a new idea his unit was thinking of and asked me what I thought. Really, though, he was testing me because it was obvious he was quite fond of the idea. A lesser candidate would have kissed up and expressed awe. But I was prepared. Unintentionally so. I'd recently read about the author's wry online observation that asking, but will it scale, is an all-purpose Einstein maker. It must have been echoing in the back of my head, like a minimized app in the background, because I asked him, but will it scale, without missing a beat. Ten interviews and one year later, I was offered a high role at that exec's organization and, uh, and an obscenely high salary. What do I do now? Why, I'm making it scale. What else we what else what else would you expect? True story. Mm. I'm gonna start when when my boss asked me this question. But will it scale? Like, how's this gonna be down the road? What are we really trying to accomplish here? Like, I know we're trying to grow the department, but will this idea scale as we do that? What is the objective here? What is the objective? Let's take a step back and let's figure out what problem we're trying to solve. And if this is the solution that will scale for that problem. The synergy in this room. Just, it's 25% higher than it should be. 20, one in four. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that very successful uh, meeting, Stephanie. I think we got a lot accomplished here. I'm totally buying this book for my boss. <laughs> She's as sarcastic as me, so she probably already has it or has read it, but I'm going to buy it anyway. All right. I'm give it to her for a birthday next month. Oh, happy birthday, boss. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we have a new segment. Yep. That we're, 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 we're testing the waters on it. Again. Yeah. This will be our second one. Um we're calling it the feedback that I heard was good, so we're gonna try it again. Okay, yeah, yeah. all the good feedback. All thanks, the good feedback. Th- thanks for all the good feedback, you guys. Thanks, feedbackers. We decided this would scale. <laughs> <laughs> the synergy was incredible. <laughs> Thank you for all the synergistic feedback. <laughs> help, help, help us figure out what it is we're really trying to accomplish here. <laughs> what are we trying to accomplish right now? We're trying to accomplish reading about this product. Yes. And expressing our thoughts on it. Actually, though, uh, we need to take a break. Okay. Because I need a quick break. But we'll be right back. We'll be right back with after a, something from our sponsors that we don't have. And we're back. I feel sufficiently broken. How about you? Yes. 
Took me a second to realize what you were talking about. I've been broked. <laughs> All right. So. So tell me about tell me about what we're doing today. All right. I found a product. It's called Mouth Taping. The secret to better sleep and a healthier mouth. I think mouth taping is likely to be the next big thing in health as people learn the huge benefits of nose breathing. <laughs> if you're afraid of using mouth tape, let me dispel your fear. We'll talk about the right way to do it and reasons why I tape my, my mouth every night and much more. So this, um, this article is a recent one. This is March 7th of 2019. So this was just a couple weeks ago that this came out and I discovered it. it looks like our source is askthedentist.com. Correct. Um, I don't care about your disclosure. Every night after my wife and I say goodnight, I reach for a roll of mouth tape in the drawer of my bedside table, relaxing my lips by keeping them relaxing my lips by keeping them closed. I place the tape over them before I turn off the lights. Sound bizarre? That's what I thought at first, too, but the health benefits of nose breathing are undeniable. Using mouth tape forces you to breathe out of your nose instead of your mouth. This is a simple way to reap the benefits of better sleep and improved oral and dental health. I noticed that one woman, Eliza, was mouth breathing during an appointment, so I sent her home with some mouth tape. She mouth taped that night and immediately discovered that it was impossible for her to do so. It was a good indicator that Eliza hasn't been nose breathing, <laughs> so she slowly trained herself to do it. Oh my God. Now years after finally learning how to nose breathe, Eliza says she has transformed and so has her health. She has better focus, memory, and concentration. Her anxiety is greater reduced and she hasn't had a cavity since. If you're breathing through your mouth while you sleep, it's a big idea. It's a big deal. Okay, there's a lot more words in here. I'm not going to read them all. Uh, mouth tape is a tool that everyone should have in their medicine cabinet or nightstand if you're like me. What is mouth tape? Before I explain what mouth tape is, I want to make sure that you understand what it isn't. Mouth tape isn't duct tape or any other random store-bought tape that you can just slap on your lips. <laughs> Mouth taping is minimally invasive, pain-free, and completely safe. Unlike trying to sleep with heavy-duty duct tape covering your mouth. What is this? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, brands like Somnifix have created special adhesive strips that are designed specifically for mouth taping. They're hypoallergenic, easily removable by opening your mouth, and shaped to sit directly on the lips. Uh, the design is soft and more gel-like than tape. Each strip has a vent for the mouth so that even if your nose gets stuffed up through the night, you can still breathe easily. Uh, they also come off with absolutely no residue left on the lips at all. Let's, let's Regardless of the method used, the idea is to keep your mouth closed and covered while you sleep to ensure breathing through the nose. Um, yeah, so it's mouth tape. That's what I found an article about mouth tape and mouth, why it's delightful. Mouth tape. Mm-hmm. Mouth tape. Mouth tape. Tape your mouth closed while you, while you sleep. So if it's so easy to come off, like how do you know it's not going to come off in the middle of the night? 
<clears throat> I don't know. I would I would say I would probably uh, find a way to make this come off every single night. Yes. I mean, like, what if what if your nose was plugged up and you literally could not breathe through it? And There's then... a breathing vent in the mouth tape. Oh, that's right. I missed that. The point is, though, is that I can't stand stuff being on my face. Mm-hmm. And... I can imagine just like pulling You're it. Such a good tiptoer, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we have some company. <laughs> uh, You're fine. Would you like? To, would you like me to order you some mouth tape so you can tape your mouth closed at night, so that you have, are forced to breathe through your nose? I don't even understand the concept. What mouth tape? Mouth tape. There's this new thing called mouth tape. Tell them about it, Stephanie. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> mouth tape is supposed to give you better sleep, so more deep sleep and REM. Uh, there's a less chance of grinding your teeth. Uh, you have less cavities and bad breath. Um, it increases your nitric oxide. So basically, oh. it's a special tape that you put on your mouth when you sleep. It has like a little breathing vent in the middle in case you... Your nose gets stuffed up, and it's supposed to improve your life. Would you like some mouth tape? No. <laughs> Nitric oxide isn't that isn't that the 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 happy gas that the dentist gives you? Uh, hold on. There was a whole nitrous ox. No, it's not. Oh. Nitric oxide. Adults and children who breathe, who mouth breathe, care deprived. What? God, the grammar in this. <laughs> So apparently this this website is managed by the readers of the website, so people can just submit whatever, it sounds like. Adults and children who breathe, who mouth breathe, are deprived of valuable nitric oxide, which your body produces in the sinuses. The body produces 25% of its nitric oxide from nose breathing, so mouth breathing slashes that. Uh, nitric oxide is supposed to enhance your memory and learning, regulate your blood pressure, Regulate inflammatory response, improve sleep quality, increase endurance and strength, promote weight loss, improve immune gut function, relieve pain, reduce heart risk, heart disease risk, and help improve symptoms of anxiety and depression. It's also the key ingredient in uh, Viagra. Apparently, it's also the key ingredient in Viagra. Maybe that's the endurance and strength part. So it really helps you rise to the occasion. <laughs> see what I did there? So mouth tape will reduce the risk of dry mouth. Uh, many people don't even realize they have a dry mouth, but they wake up with a sticky feeling that has you immediately grabbing for water or having saliva that is thick and ropey throughout the day. Or, ew. or brush your fucking teeth like a normal person. <sighs> You can just rinse it out, whatever. Yeah. So mouth tape. What are your what are your thoughts on mouth tape? My thoughts are that it sounds very uncomfortable. But it's got this great benefit for uh convenience is that it can cut down on nighttime bathroom trips. Well, I cut down on nighttime bathroom trips by stopping my liquid consumption several hours before bedtime. 
But when you breathe normally during sleep, your brain shuts down your urges to use the bathroom. Again, I have less bathroom urges when I sleep <laughs> because I stop drinking liquid several hours before bedtime. <laughs> but but mouth tape can help to reverse mouth snoring, although it doesn't fix snoring that originates in the nose. Yeah, for that, you should see an actual doctor. I feel like you shouldn't just, like, take advice from, from an armchair doctor. Armchair expert, is that what they're called? Someone who... Something like that. Someone who, who just, like, Googles a thing and they're like, hey, Google said you should do this thing, so do it. Um, if you have actual sleeping issues, like sleep apnea, whatever, see a doctor. Do a sleep study. Get an apparatus that's meant to help with that. Um... I mean, like, I guess with these, I guess with these so-called benefits, like it could sound like something interesting, but it's literally nowhere else. I mean, I feel like something like this were, were this awesome, like there'd be commercials about it. It would be crowding my social media feed, although now it probably will because we're talking about it. Um, oh, and, right. as, and as, as we know, Google and Facebook can hear everything. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, uh, so apparently this can take a few weeks to get used to. So for a few weeks while you're trying to tape your mouth shut to breathe through your nose, you won't sleep. You won't sleep for weeks while you're trying to breathe through your nose. No, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, Children and pregnant women can mouth tape safely without fear, particularly, particularly if using gentle tape. Uh, if you encourage your children to mouth tape, just make sure they can easily open their mouth if necessary. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest this for young children or babies, though. No. God, why would you? No. I'm going to further recommend that this product not be used by anyone under the age of 18. I feel like this this can, like, start things that maybe children aren't ready to deal with. I don't like it. It doesn't, it doesn't make me feel good. It makes, it gives, it gives me kind of a squeaky feeling that I find very unpleasant. <clears throat> I don't like it. And like, if it's, and, and, and again, like if it's so easy for it to come off, what's to keep it from coming off in the middle of the night? Like that's all, that's all I can think about is like waking up with like freaking mouth tape in my hair or whatever. But it's a gentle tape, so would you just come right out? Again, defeating the purpose. <laughs> if it's not gonna stay on all night. Some people are really crazy sleepers. Mm-hmm. And just like toss and turn. And you know what else? What if you sleep with pets or children in your bed? Well then tape everyone's mouth shut. All I can imagine was like if you like okay, so so you have a dog. Yeah. that She's currently clicking on my floor. <laughs> your dog is Shia. Shia gets all up in your business. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, I mean, what's going to happen if, like, she just decides in the middle of the night, hey, we're going to play right now. What's this on your mouth? I don't know, but it's mine. I'm going to play with it. I mean, like, it's just, oh, and then and then a kid, like, uh, trying to take it off or whatever. This. How long do I need to, to, to mouth tape? 
Even though I'm a good nose breather, I still mouth tape every single night. Uh, some people mouth tape just long enough to see if they wake up with their mouth closed. Ultimately, unless you have a tr- cold allergies or either mouth breathing, you get all the air you need through your nose. Uh, if you have a CPAP machine or oral appliances, you should mouth tape forever. Using a CPAP makes dry mouth even more likely. Why would you combine that? It's hard enough to use a freaking CPAP, let alone putting tape over it. I, how does that even work? As I, I mean, like, a traditional CPAP takes up basically your entire face. What do you, do you like, do you like tape up? Do you tape up and then put the mask over that? Well, my friend has one and his goes up over the top of his head. So, the, like, the cord is at the top. So it goes okay. to his nose and then goes up over the top. So technically his so, mouth is available to be taped shut. So that, that's an APAP. That's different. Yeah, he, doctor said it was a CPAP. My head. Okay, my husband has one of those, and uh, and he's he's got the thing where it forces air. I mean, it's hard enough for him to wear that, let alone then taping his, his mouth taping shut. his mouth shut. He will literally feel like he's suffocating, and he will be miserable. I would never do that to him. But according to this, there's no reason mouth tape wouldn't work unless you're wearing creams or lotions on your face that don't attach allow the tape to attach. So, you know, there's that. So I googled this. Uh, just because I'm curious. There's no, like, professional articles about it. But it's on Ask the Dentist. I don't think this article was written by a dentist. But they believe mouth breathing is one of the most likely causes of dental cavities and gum disease, which is why they recommend that everybody tape their mouth up at night. Or you could brush and floss and visit your dentist regularly. You do that, of course, as well, and then you tape your mouth up. It's safe for everyone, and it has no negative impact if you're using the, the proper tape. There's a bunch of YouTube videos about this. I don't... I don't like it. I'm not not but, into this. But tape your mouth closed, and then you'll learn to breathe through your nose. You tape your mouth closed. And your life will be so much better for <sighs> the for the for the mouth tapiness of it. I mean, don't these sleeping people look so happy with their mouth tape? I mean, they just look <laughs> so at, at peace. They look creepy as shit is what they look like. But they're asleep, so it doesn't matter if they look creepy because they're nose breathing i don't like it i don't either no i think it's it's some bullshit i'm not gonna lose sleep for two months right i feel like this is up there with uh with essential oils curing cancer in other words it doesn't but you could have no more cavities and your mouth could just feel like a moist oasis when you tape (laughs) And you officially lost me. (laughs) You don't want a moist oasis for a mouth. (laughs) You don't want a cavity-free moist oasis. (laughs) You had to use the M word. What M word? Moist? Stop it. Are you talking about the word moist? 
Don't you want a moist <laughs> oasis? <coughs> oh my god. <coughs> I'll have to play with the volume on that. Moist. <sighs> you almost made water come out my nose. <laughs> I was I was moistening the oasis. You were moistening the moist oasis with some water? <laughs> Or is it a dry oasis because oh. there's no moisture to be moist? Okay, so here's the only thing I could see this benefiting someone. <laughs> is like, if they're like a sleep talker. Then that'll just muffle them. They're still going to talk, they're just going to be like... And then they'll just have closed lips when they talk. <laughs> Oh, I don't like this. I, I work hard for my money, and while I would consider buying ninja shirts, and I own a Three Wolf Moon T-shirt, and uh, and a and a and a, I bought the banana thing from way back in like episode two. You should buy the banana slicer. It's an improvement on the quality I of have, life. I have the banana slicer. Thank you very That's much. That's what I'm saying. And you I don't know, have it. I don't know how I lived over thirty years without it. Exactly. But the point is, I I spend my money on these things, but I will not. You spend it oh, on the important things? Yes. Oh, my God. Some of these. I looked it up on Amazon, and, like, there's a picture, and it just, oh, man, this woman looks miserable. But you know what? Her mouth is a moist oasis. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Some of these look, look, look like those breathe, those breathing strips. But they're just like really big and you just like tape it over like the middle of your mouth. Guys, um, we as educated common censors, <laughs> common censors, with no medical degree whatsoever in any way, shape or form. Yes. Our, do our... not recommend no. taping your mouth shut while you sleep. Don't do it for your children, either. Um, however, you, you, you're all human beings. See, there's a hole in it. I don't like it. You're all human beings who can make your own decisions. Yes, we're, we're all adults here. If anyone does try this, though, please let us know. Yeah, I would really I'm, like to know if mouth shaping is a thing. I'm very curious. And there's a certain doggy here who's demanding attention because no one ever plays with her. Unless I'm here. I'm the only one who plays with her ever, and I come over, like, a couple times a month. Damn attention whore. I know. So sad. She's so sad. Oh. Well, do you have any, any, any further thoughts on this, Stephanie? Are we are we all mouth taped out? Do you think I'm mouth taped out? Um, I will use water for my moist oasis. <laughs> I will not. It's, that is going to be the name for my mouth henceforth and forevermore. Moist oasis. Moist oasis. Ew. The moist oasis. <laughs> I will not be taping my mouth closed. Um, I don't care what this article says. That is going to be my personal preference. And as a grown-up, semi-sane adult, that is my right to make. I will keep my... Wait, let me moisten my moist oasis. 
extra moist. <laughs> all right. That's all I have. All right. Well, thank you for that, Stephanie. Anytime. That was, that was beautiful and informative. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And guys, I hope you did too, because that's our show. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Girls Gone Amazon. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere else you can rate and review podcasts because it really helps our podcast grow. If you have comments, suggestions of products we should read about, or just a funny story to share, feel free to email us at email at girlsgoneamazon.com. We may read your email on the air. And finally, just a friendly reminder that we are not affiliated with Amazon or any other products we feature, nor are we paid for any of this yet. We are on the hunt for sponsors and networks, so if you or someone you know has a sponsor or a network that would be interested in hosting our podcast for us, that would be amazing. Until next time, I'm Yael. I'm a moist oasis. I knew we were going to do that. (laughs) Bye. Bye.